Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts at Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, brand new Bang and I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. On today's I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, back, boom, back in the New York group, feeling real good, feeling real strong, feeling really Really healthy on today's I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. The young shooter is here to break all things down. Been out of the hospital for five days. What's going on with the young shooter's skeet, skeet, skeet game? And so much more on 53 minutes of fire on the brand new Bang and I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real proper. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real loud and real funky. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast Museum Quality. 
podcasting, professional podcasting coming at you right now. Let's freaking go. Boom. Yes. Have no fear. The Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity, the Ziggity, the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling Saying the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from New York and L.A. Cross-country podcast. Uh, This is the second podcast of the week. And as we declared two weeks ago, the part-time, half-time, sometime co-host of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast officially is now Dean Collins. Deuce Pacino, a.k.a. The Young Shooter, is in Tsukasa. All the way from Los Angeles, California, wearing his brand new Los Angeles Dodgers hat, which you can't see, but you can imagine. Looks as dumb as you might think. Anyway, Dean Collins, a.k.a. The Deuce Deuce Pacino, how are you, my friend? Me and hey, rapper. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I mean, better question is, how are you doing? How are you doing? I am doing really well this week. Uh, If you guys didn't listen to the last podcast, you definitely should. I was in the hospital for five days with a pneumonia. Uh, But that was now almost five days ago. So I've been out, feeling good, still on antibiotics. One more day of antibiotics. Been off the oxygen for the most part. Uh, been out and about, started doing some workouts, worked out this morning, broke a sweat, appetite is good, haven't had any setbacks, only had steps forward in the right direction, um, feeling really good, been a lot of controversy over my potentially toxic fecal matter, uh, which I broke down in very great detail in the last I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, um, but To answer your question, I am feeling really good, feeling really optimistic, and, you know, as shitty as the experience was in the hospital, I did learn a lot, and compared to a lot of the things a lot of people have dealt with, a lot of things that people are dealing with, family members, friends, um, I can't complain, but I do. Yep. I can't complain, but I do, but I'm feeling... Really good. Thanks for asking. Uh, How do I sound? How do I look? Well, I have to say, man, like just being totally honest with you, you know, before we knew that you had pneumonia, before you were diagnosed with that, I'd say about a couple weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago when we were doing the podcast, you know, I didn't want to say anything to you, but I could tell something was off. Something looked off about you, your face. Um, You know, like Robert Durst from the Jinx, how he had those black eyes. He's kind of like, we call them dead eyes. It wasn't really anything behind those eyes. You kind of had a similar thing where, I don't know what it was about your eyes. It just, it looked lifeless. It didn't look like anyone was home. Uh, You looked a little gaunt, um, very skinny. But I'm, I'm happy to say, 
that well, now. Well, 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 why are you saying that now? Well, because now I'm looking at you and the life is back. The eyes are back. You have color in your face again. You look so good. You've you've gained a little bit of your weight back, which is good. But uh, you know, I know you could take that as a compliment, or it's not an insult. I'm just no, saying. It, it, but but why wouldn't you say something then, like, "Yo, you don't look good"? Because you didn't mention that. Well, then. I didn't want to say, "Yo, you, you know, you got dead eyes. You don't look right." Um, everything good? Anybody home? Why would over you there? not say that? Like, well, I mean, you I usually want me fucking would, walking around, spooking people out, looking like well, shit on the streets? It was just something that you you couldn't do anything about it. You know what I mean? Like, I could give you that critique, that constructive criticism, but you wouldn't be able to do anything about that. It's just a look that you had. But that's in the past. We're happy that you you look. You had pneumonia. That's the, that's the other thing. When we were doing the podcast, you know, you didn't look quite right. There was something a little off. And you even told me, I'd say every day, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? You need to go, eh, you know, 50, 50, I got to be honest, not great. And you never, you don't complain about health stuff. I've, I've noticed that about you. You're, you're not one to be super vocal about if you're not feeling that great. And, um, anyway, you really made pneumonia your bitch, man. You went to the hospital, you got diagnosed with pneumonia and it didn't get you down. It's totally treatable. My dad has had it before. It was horrible. Everyone talks about how horrible it is, but you made pneumonia your bitch. You're out of there. And I have to say, you're in a similar situation as my cat, man. I don't want to compare a human being to a cat, but as you remember, Pablo had a very scary circumstance where he had to go to the hospital. He was on oxygen. They had to, uh, what is it called? They had when to what? When you're dismissed from the hospital. What's that word? Um... Discharge? Discharge. They had to discharge him because he was he was being an asshole to the staff. And I feel like you had a similar kind of a thing where it was like the staff no, had had enough of you. No, time to I, go. Had a, I had enough of just one staff person, the nurse Kara, who uh, thanks for all the support. Everybody who said Team Rappaport over Nurse Kara because Nurse Kara was a fucking asshole. Um, I had one one person goes, you shouldn't call a nurse an asshole or a bitch. And I was like, I called this person an asshole and a bitch. Like, as far as I, I'm concerned, like I said, she shouldn't be working in a fucking bodega. Like, when you go in a bodega, they don't say, what's up? When you walk in a bodega, they might not say anything to you. I'd rather you say nothing when you come in the room than come in my room at five in the morning and say, what's up? I, I, you don't throw a blanket on a sick patient. You tuck the fucking patient in the fucking bed. What, what were you the, looking for? What were, did you want her to say, Mr. Rappaport, is there anything that I can help you with this morning? Do you need something? Can Michael. Yeah. What, what Are you okay? What up? do you need? You don't come in at five in the morning or 5 p.m. or 10 to five or quarter to five or 15 after five. You never say, what's up? You're a nurse. Right. We're not in fucking, this isn't the fucking cafeteria, bitch. You're not serving me fucking... I mean, you don't even say that like on the lunch line in the seventh grade public school. You don't say "What's up." You're yeah, in what's the up? service. What's up is like, those are like fighting words. What's up? That's like, what are we gonna do? W what are you trying to do now? I, I, the only thing I regret is that when she said that, I didn't pull my pants down and shit the bed because she would have had to been the one cleaning it, and that would have been a lesson learned. Like, okay, you you want you want to talk to a patient this way, a sickly patient. Okay, now now I shit the bed. Now we got to go through the whole thing and check to see, do I have toxic fecal matter? We, you have to clean the bed. Right. You know, God only knows what kind of procedures you have to go through when a patient shits the bed. And I don't mind, like, some people's like, well, you wouldn't want people to say, oh, Michael Rapport shit the bed. I'd be like, 
Ain't the first time. Right. This ain't, this, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. Like, people would be like, oh, you didn't shit the bed. People would be more surprised with that. But as soon as she said, what's up? I should have said, this pile of shit in the bed <laughs> at five in the morning. That's what's cracking. That's what's popping. You would have been um, on that Amber Heard, bro. You would, you and Amber Heard would have been on that same page. No together. problem. I, I would have, t- and I would have went right in front of the court, and I would have right the judge. I said she made me feel so uncomfortable and so less than, and so uh, not taken care of, and that I was scared, and that's why I shat the bed, Your Honor. And I would have looked her in the face. I would have Gail King. I would have fucking on the Gail King interview. All that, Anderson Cooper, whoever wanted to talk to me, Mario Lopez, I would have stuck to my guns and been like, she made me feel unsafe, and when I'm unsafe, I shit to bed. That's how I get down. So this is just not a pleasant woman who happens to be a nurse. This is, it has nothing to do with being a nurse. She's just, she and just somebody was like, it, it, Was she hot? I was like, no, you, when you have that kind of attitude, you, be, you better look like Cindy Crawford in her fucking prime to be hot. Like, this bitch was not hot. She wasn't cool. She wasn't warm. I think she had like dyed hair. Fuck that lady. All right. Well, look, you're here. And can I ask you about that toxic fecal matter? Because in my eyes, I feel like all fecal matter is toxic. I mean, am that's I what I'm saying. That's like, what like, I'm w- saying. When I take a shit and, and I've had like big chill frozen yogurt and gummy bears and gummy worms. And the next day I take that shit. That's toxic, my friend. Those are horrible fumes coming out of there. Yeah, why are you putting labels on my fecal matter? I'm already down. I already feel bad. I already feel, you yeah. know, uh, I'm already <laughs> upset. I already feel demoralized that I'm in there. And now you're telling me that at 52, I may or may not have toxic fecal matter? It's like, I, I don't add insult to injury. I took, I, I, you said, do you have diarrhea? Full disclosure, yeah, I had diarrhea. I was fucked up in there. I had pneumonia. What do you want, a beautiful stool? Do you expect a nice, gorgeous you know, picturesque stool. Well, so what are you I giving say, them? Are you giving them? A, are you giving them a snake? Are you giving them a boulder? What what are, what are we dropping in there? When when you got diarrhea, you got diarrhea. Oh, you're on that diarrhea. No, but fuck, that, yeah, fuck you're is you right. talking about? No, it is emasculating for them to have to label and they make it a big deal about it. Then everybody's got to come in in the in the hazmat suits, and you know they had a sign outside my door. You must no. wear a hazmat. Yeah, man, it was a whole fucking thing. Oh, Jesus, this ain't Christ. no joke. No, no fucking hear, joke over here. I fucking hear you, man. Well, I'm just glad you're out of there. Like I said, you look a lot better. I Thank think you. It's, I think if the oxygen is helping, there's nothing wrong with you know using that. But your doctors are looking after you, and we're all just happy you're fucking here. We should be asking you. I hope everybody's feeling safe, sane. You got you got to stop asking those questions. We need the people to start asking you these things. No one's asking Michael how is he feeling. I am Rappaport Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? 
Will it go down? Or inflation. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big loss oh. in the, uh, the Hollywood community actor giant Jimmy Kahn, James Kahn, who's most famous, obviously, for playing Sonny Corleone, Santino Corleone in The Godfather. Of course, he was in Thief, great movie, Misery, Elf, so many great performances throughout the years, iconic actor, um, iconic personality, magical stick man, a fantastic stick man who I think dealt, I think, I think dealt with some personal demons. He was living at the at the Playboy Mansion. I know. I spoke to. I, well, I didn't talk to him today, but I know he was a very, very close family friend of the Hefners. The Hefner family he was always at the Playboy Mansion, always. and he was there during the seventies and the eighties. A great, underrated, underappreciated stick man, a fantastic coxman, and a Jew. That is what a package. A great coxman, a great stickman. He had, of course, that beautiful curly hair. He had those great shoulders, which were on display in The Godfather. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, I feel like he's a little bit, you know, we we sort of forget about uh, James Conn, but I'll tell you something. When I was a young actor, 20, 21, 22, you know, exploring all the actors, Gene Hackman, Robert De Niro, Jack Nicholson, Dustin Hoffman, uh, Al Pacino, uh, Robert Duvall, uh, Paul Newman, uh, Marlon Brando. And I was deep into my my Godfather. Uh, Godfather uh, 3 was getting ready to come out. Mm-hmm. And I must have been about 21, 22. But when I didn't know James Caan was Jewish, when I found out James Caan was Jewish, I was so inspired. I was so excited because I knew J- uh, Dustin Hoffman was Jewish, but he played and he, he felt Jewish. 
But all these other guys were non-Jews. Jimmy Kahn with that machismo, that hairy chest, that tough guy persona that he had in display in, in all his roles, rollerball. When I found out he was Jewish, it was such an inspiration to me because I was trying to find my mark and, and find my someone I could relate to. And, uh, you know, just Jimmy Kahn was just... You know, he wasn't an actor with a lot of bells and whistles like a Pacino, uh, like a De Niro, even like a Dustin Hoffman. It was him. It was his emotions. He didn't do heavy character work. It was him. It was his vulnerability. It was his toughness. It was his machismo. It was his charisma. And, and all those performances. Obviously, the, the last really great performance he gave was Elf, iconic film uh, that'll live on forever. And a big loss, a big loss for a star and an actor who is from a generation that's, you know, they're going. These guys are going. Jimmy Kahn was 82. You know, those people that I just mentioned, you know, these are all older gentlemen. These are all guys, uh, older guys. And, you know, he came from a time when Hollywood was different. Um, and like I said, you know, the kind of actor that he was, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't accents. It wasn't, you know, displays. It wasn't, you know, walks. It was him. He was the instrument and he used his instrument, everything. Misery, great fucking film. Excellent oh, fucking film. I mean, great fucking film. And, and you know, he did a lot of films that weren't great, uh, but he did so many things that were excellent, and he always resonated, you know, and like I said, had that great look, dark-haired Jew uh, look. And, you know, he was a tough guy. He was a character, you know, from everything everybody says, he was a character. He was, you know, a funny guy. You know, he sort of was what he was. Uh, there wasn't any mystery. He wasn't a mumbler. He wasn't shy like the great Pacino, like the great Robert De Niro. Like, he would talk. He would talk shit. He would break balls. And uh, Jimmy Kahn... You know, one of a kind, one of the great uh, movie stars from the 70s, 80s, and on. And like I said, you know, uh, one of the original, uh, last, uh, you know, Jewish tough guy uh, actors uh, that ever did it. So a big, big, big loss uh, for Hollywood and for fans, for Godfather fans, for movie fans. Uh, the great Jimmy Kahn, James Kahn, passed away. Man, did you ever work with him on anything? Never worked with him. Did you, you know, ever meet him? I ran into him a couple of times. I saw him, but I never really had any exchanges with him. You know, I saw him out a couple of times throughout the years. You know, obviously his son, Scott Kahn. Everybody knows Scott Kahn, uh, you know, from Entourage and, and a bunch of other stuff. And I know his son a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I always, always just appreciated him and fucking, you know, he's fucking Sonny Corleone. And yeah. we were just talking about him in The Offer. You I know. know. Uh, the timing of that with, like, The Offer and The God, because, you know, but no, my parents actually met him years back and at a, a family friend's house and all that. And everyone who's met that guy, James Conn, they all said the same thing was that he was the nicest person. I mean, my parents said he was such a nice guy. The Hefner family have, had the nicest things to say about him. But I mean, he was a real fucking man's man. But like you said, he was really cut from that cloth of that older generation of those Robert, like Robert Duvall, Marlon Brando and all those guys. But I was looking at a photo of of The Godfather and just seeing Al Pacino, Marlon Brando, Scott Kahn, and who was the other, who plays uh, Fredo? Um, John Caraval. John Cazell. John Cazell. I was looking at him and I didn't know about his whole thing either and how young he died and that he was only in five movies, but all five of those movies were nominated for Best Picture. Like he was on in The Deer Hunter, Dog Day Afternoon, Godfather, Godfather Part Two, whatever, but... Revered. Revered, Revered. And, and Al Pacino said he was considered one of the greatest. He just, 
he just didn't live long. But I was seeing a photo of all those guys. And it's like Marlon Brando, that guy, James Caan. Like they really are all kind of dropping, you know, they're older guys. and But Misery and, and The Godfather and Elf. I mean, I'll, I'll probably watch Misery tonight. I mean, that movie is so fucking good. And so he is so good. good. And like you said, like he didn't. He didn't really have to do much. Like, he, you know, he, there wasn't bells and whistles, even an elf. Like, he's just, he's so great, but he's just like, he's just himself. He was great, but yeah, that's a huge He was loss. great. It's a sad time, you know, because those movies, you're never going to make movies like that again. No. There's never going to be movie stars that have a sort of mystery around them. Um, there's never going to be that sort of mystique and freshness and even the way those guys that you just mentioned look it's like you don't have big time no. front center movie stars that look like those guys you know they're all look like the guy from thor or ryan gosling or you know who's masculine but you know they all you know fucking timothy chamelay and yeah you know miles teller has that look you know he has that vibe about him yeah he but does it's just a, it's, it's just a different time and you know, a different kind of actor and a different way to become a star. And, um, you know, not that these guys aren't talented because all those guys I just mentioned, the young guys, they're all talented. It's just sad that, uh, yeah, you know, that that's going, you know, and, you know, the other ones are going to go at some point too. And that those are going to be devastating, man. Like, you know, those guys are like... They're older, man. I mean, they're, they're, they're in fucking their 80s, older, you know? And Nicholson. they mean a lot to a lot of people. Like, I mean... You're These talking, motherfuckers, like, they're like, they mean a like, just to me, like, those motherfuckers mean a lot to me. Like, I got a lot from those guys. I still get a lot from those guys. Like, it's, they're all in their 80s. Yeah, I know. I know, man. Time is flying. It's fucking crazy, but that was a big loss today. Um, have you watched anything? What What's going on over there? Well, I watched this documentary I mentioned the other day on the podcast, which I did 55 minutes alone. Uh, some people have said, uh, Mike Rabb, some of the podcasts are too short. And, and I said it once. I've said it many times. Listen, we're not here to, to long dick you. Mm -hmm. We're not here to Olympic fuck you. I'm here to give you the best of the best and keep it moving and keep it bouncing. In my opinion, the perfect podcast length is somewhere between like 38 and 45 minutes. If it's 55 minutes, great. If it's an hour and 10 minutes, great. But we're, we're not here to power dick you. Yeah. I'm not here to keep you for three hours. I don't have three hours to podcast. I don't have three hours to listen to the next man's podcast. I don't care if it's Kanye West. I don't care who the fuck it is. I don't have that much time to give. I don't have that much time to podcast. And I'd rather it be, you know, the best of 45 minutes or like the other day, fantastic 55 minutes solo out of the hospital with the antibiotics. That's me. impressive. That that's can't stop, won't stop mentality. That's some mamba shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, I know you guys are teasing and stuff like that, but it's like, I'm never here to fucking con you. I'm not here to elongate. I'm not here to stretch for the sense of stretch. And be like, yo, I did it for an hour. Fuck all that. Yeah. I respect your time. I respect my time. I'm a professional podcaster. And like I said, if it's a hit it and quit it, I hit it and quit it. If, you know, if it's a nice, you know, afternoon delight, it's an afternoon delight. But I'm not here to play games with you. The young shooter's not here to play games with you. He's got a hat. Absolutely. Let, let, can I, can I ask you about that? I, sorry to bring that up, but like you were mentioning about my hat and how you can't see it. And then you said it looks like shit. I'm just wondering, like, what about it that it's not really fitting right? I mean. What, what about your hat? Yeah. What, what are you not crazy about? It's, just, it's like a. The hat, the hat looks like shit. 
Because number one, it's too big. Okay. The hat's too big. Number two, the hat looks like shit because it's too clean. Okay. I I could throw it around in some dirt or put it on my mattress. Um, The the hat looks like shit too because it's not bent enough. Like it it does. I tried to bend it. I try. I tried to. You know how like how like baseball players wrap their glove in the middle of the night, put it in the mattress. I I tried to do that. And and just the hat looks like shit just because it's like. It just looks like shit. You look like okay. Bobby Brady or something. Like it doesn't I look, do look good. Like Bobby Brady. It just doesn't look like it doesn't look bad, but it's like also like are you trying to look 14? I would agree with that. And I'm going to tell you something kind of fucked up about this hat because it, for people who can't see it, it's kind of like a vintage throwback hat. I got this hat on Etsy and it's got like a vintage Dodgers logo. So it's kind of like, ooh, is it from the 70s? Is it from a couple weeks it ain't, ago? No, it doesn't look from the 70s because no, it looks it like it's brand it does. No, it doesn't look if it looked like if it was from the 70s, then it wouldn't have that clean. Hey, okay. I just got my new. You know what it looks like? Hey, I just got my new cap, guys. You want to go play catch? I'm taking that's, the hat off. I'm not. I'm, you're no, keep me feel it like, on because that's what it looks like. It's like, hey, smalls guys from the sandlot. Like, hey, guys, you want to go play catch? Yeah, I don't need that. Uh, let, that's that's let's not go the play vibe catch. I'm going for. Hey, bring your bat, guys. Nope, that's not the vibe I'm going for. I thought I was going for like a, oh, look at this hipster, handsome kind of guy with the hat and like, oh, he doesn't really I mean, care. I think one of your best assets, if you really need me to, to like indulge yeah. is your hair. Thank you. And then when you put that big oversized, stupid looking hat on, it covers up one of your best assets. I'm going to, I actually really appreciate you, you saying that. So I'm going to turn it backwards. Let's see how it looks backwards. I think that looks better than forwards. Well, I do appreciate you saying that. Let's not, we don't have to dive into the whole hat thing, but um, well, we dove into it. Okay, well, it's and it's a Dodgers hat, and like the worst part about it was before it got here, I had to research who's on the team because you can't just get a hat like as because I'm not a sports guy. I like the Dodgers. I'm from LA, but I had to fucking look up online like who's the starting lineup for the Dodgers right now? Who's second base? Who's shorts up? Because every time I wear a fucking hat, it gives people. It's an the, invitation. For yeah, a, it's an invitation uh, like, to start. No, I'm not. That, I'm not trying to tell you why I got the fucking hat. Me neither. You know, I wear my Yankee hat all the time for sun protection right? and to keep people out of my face. And it does neither. What what it does is it's an invitation. To, hey, did they win the game last night? Or, mm-hmm. Hey, how do you think Aaron Judge is hitting? And I'm, I tell him, I know nothing. I, I know who that is. I don't know how he's hitting. I don't watch the games. Right. I'm not a baseball guy. And then, of course, when you say I'm not a baseball guy, they go, why are you wearing the hat? Now we're in a conversation that I don't want to be in. I hate people like that, man. Leave me the fuck alone. I hate those kinds of people who stop you and ask you about your fucking hat. I just, I ordered the hat. I like the hat. Don't, it's not an invitation to talk to me about it. Should I put a piece of duct tape over the logo? That could be good too, like a black like, masking tape. Just but. black duct tape. And because, you know, then I got hats from, like I had a Chicago uh, White Sox hat. And then everybody be like, yo, you're from New York. Why you got Chicago yeah. White Cats? And then I always like the Pittsburgh Pirates logo. Because Dude, me too. But if you put that on, you, you, oh. you, you're going to be tortured. You're going to be no, fucking I tortured. I could be like, oh, I love Public Enemy. Oh, I thought you liked the Pirate. No. I, I actually, no. Well, I, I, I like Chuck D. I like fucking Chuck D. I like Public Enemy. That's why I have the hat on. Is that enough? Can I go? I just got out of the hospital. The best picture of you is with all the shit that you talk about, the nets and everything. The best picture is you in the stands, not looking at the camera, <laughs> just 
head to toe in Nets gear. The love Nets it. hat, the Nets shirt, the jersey, and people always say, this you, question mark. I love it. Love it. And, you know, the Nets <laughs> are so down in the shithole right now. And it's so great to see yep. that people aren't bending over backwards to trade Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. And I just love that this might go on for a while. Last time I made a prediction, I was wrong. But I just, I hope that Kevin Durant winds up in Toronto. I was going to ask you about that. Like, what's your whole take on this? Like, he wants to be traded. He wants to be traded. And this is my take now. A lot of people thought Kevin Durant was sick and tired of Kyrie Irving's bullshit. So Kevin Durant was like, I want to leave the Nets. That's not the case. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are offended that the Nets didn't give Kyrie Irving the contract that he wanted. So now they're both leaving the Nets to spite the Nets, to spite the borough of Brooklyn. They are so dumb. And you got guys like Draymond Green monologuing on his podcast about, oh, well, people don't accept it's a business and people make business decisions. I accept that it's a business and it's a business decision. And you have to accept Draymond Green that a lot of people make terrible business decisions day after day. So yeah, it's a business, but you could also make fucked up bad business decisions even for yourself. So these two were like, the Nets didn't give my boy the contract he wanted. Fuck the Nets. So now you're going to both not play with each other, go to separate teams, start from scratch, continue to asterisk your legacy, have more fans not like you, Spread yourself thin. Let the next man hit it. Because basically, each time you go to a new team, it's new dick. Right. That whole team is fucking you. Right. It's like prison. So, yeah. So, you're going to wherever you're going. Phoenix, LA. So, the next man is hitting that ass. They're going to wear that pussy out real nice and real tight. Right. And even if you win a championship, that pussy's worn out real nice and real proper. But how do you know... For a fact that Durant is leaving because so Durant is leaving because of Kyrie, that's why I he's think going? they're they're both leaving because of the Nets. In their mind, the Nets disrespected them. Them, okay, got you. But now, like New York is probably like fuck both of these guys, right? I hope to God that New York doesn't give either one of them the benefit of doubt because I am telling you, if you look at their track record, they don't give a fuck about where they're playing. Uh -huh. They don't give a fuck about where they're playing. And again, it is a business. It's not like they're fans. They're not walking around with stupid uh, you know, hats like you have on. Right, they're, right. They're, it is a business decision. But at the end of the day, I think they're making an improper business decision. But So what, are they just ring chasing? Are they just like... Just ring like chasing, little sensitive little babies. And, you know, inevitably, I don't think it's going to work out because I don't think if, if Kyrie goes to the Lakers or if Kevin Durant goes anywhere... Neither one of them were winning a championship next year. And that's karma. That's I, Moses Malone. That's Bill Walton. That's Larry Bird. That's Allen Iverson. That's Patrick Ewing. That's fucking the ghost of every single NBA player alive and dead saying it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. When the going gets tough, you don't leave, you little bitch, ass, ho, you. Period. Well, is it a thing where you can request to be traded and it be public like that, and then the team is like, no, we're not fucking yeah, trading, they you're staying that. right here. 
Yeah, and then if they decide not to play, because they could say, well, we're not playing, and then they could start finding you. Then it gets real ugly. But teams are like, yo, we're not we're not gonna trade yeah. for Kevin Durant. And not like the Nets are like, first of all, you want to get traded? Fine, you're Kevin Durant. We need a lot for you. Right. You're valuable. And other teams are like, well, we're not gonna fucking decimate our team. It's great to have Kevin Durant, but what good is it having Kevin Durant? If we have no other good players. So let's say, you know, we give you our three best players and you come to, let's just say, I'm just throwing it out there. Let's just say they go to the Toronto Raptors. They give the three best players and you have Kevin Durant. You can't win a championship just with Kevin Durant. No. So, and the Nets are like, yo, we're not giving away Kevin Durant for nothing. We know his value. So fuck them. I hope it's long. I hope it's arduous. I hope it's frustrating. I hope they realize that, uh, you know, that they're commodities. You're not ownership. You're commodities just like everybody else. Yeah. You're a working man. You're a working stiff for $37 million and $44 million just like everybody else. You don't run the teams. You don't own the teams. You don't manage the teams. You don't coach the teams. You're a fucking... You're a player. You're a great piece of property on a Monopoly board. Great piece. A great piece, but you're a fucking piece of property on a Monopoly board. Just like I'm a piece of property. So, oh, you call a black man. Listen, I'm a piece of property. I go to work as an actor. I'm a piece of property. So what is that? Would you consider like Durant and Kyrie are like Boardwalk and Park Place on the Monopoly board? Are, are they on the blues? I would say Durant is Park Place. Kyrie's Boardwalk. Uh, boardwalk no, is that? No, Kyrie's not. Kyrie's a Boardwalk talent. But I, I don't have the Monopoly board in front of me. Okay. He ain't Park Place. Right. You're more like North Carolina, Kyrie. Let's leave Durant for Boardwalk. But I saw you go in on Durant on Twitter. And, you know, I know that you guys haven't spoke since the infamous beef over the DMs and everything. And I know the last that he left, it was like, I'm not speaking to you anymore. You do you. I'll do me kind of a thing. With all this stuff, you're going in on him. You're tagging him. I love him. it. I love it, too. Don't get me wrong. I love it, too. I do, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I wish we were still friends with the guy, but if this is what we got to do, I'll, I'll be there and I got your back. So, Are you a wartime conciliere or not? Am I a wartime conciliere? What, what is that? Am I a wartime uh, counselor? Conciliere, counselor or not? Am I a wartime counselor? Are Absolutely. you Tom Hagen or not? Who's Tom Hagen? Are you, are you're you going to get yourself in trouble here, buddy. I think what you're trying you're to gonna say is- get yourself in, You're going to get yourself in trouble here. Tom Hagen? You're going to get yourself in trouble here once again. <laughs> I, listen, man. I mean, what you have to realize, like, I'm 20 years, you're... Are you a wartime conciliere or not? Yes or no? I would have to say yes if you're thinking, like, I will be in those trenches with you, brother. I'll have the fucking the machine guns ready. We're, we're fighting that fight. But if something goes awry, you better believe listen, I'm fucking on the run. Listen, Durant did this to him fuck himself. He did this to you, his fucking self. But what do you think the reason is? Now, I know that he was... Fine, twenty five thousand. I think he's weak. I think he's fucking weak minded. I think he's sensitive. I don't think he's a leader. I think he's a basketball player that just wants to play basketball. I think he wants the easy road to the championship, and I think his mind is clouded. And I think he's got bad people helping him make uh, bad decisions around him. I think he needs a new wartime conciliar. I I a hundred percent agree with you. I think the goons that he has around him are fucking bozos and. I just want to know, why do you think that he's not 
answering you, fucking with you. You know, he's so sensitive about oh, everybody he else. Oh, he don't want any fucking problems. Is with that me. what it is? He doesn't want any issues. I mean, issues I with wouldn't you? want any fucking problems after that whole fucking thing. That thing was a fucking mess. He's probably just like this guy's nuts. I, I like I Good, can go think after I'm undisputed. Fucking nuts. I think that's what it is. Good. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. I am Rappaport Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I, I haven't been watching too much shit. I have been swiping a lot on Tinder. I am fucking with some people on Instagram and Tinder, but I'm not gonna lie, my social anxiety has been kind of through the roof. And has it? Has yeah, it? Been, what does that mean? I, I don't know. It's just like when you're cooped up for th- for this long with the pandemic and not really, you know, nothing's really back to normal. I mean, it, it is in a way, but. Like, I don't know the cool bars in L.A. I don't know, like, where to go these days. I'm not really, like, fucking partying and shit. And so once you lose that, it's like, I've kind of got this anxiety a little bit. But I am talking to certain people and this and that. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, I'm talking to this girl on Tinder and totally my type, really cute, great eyes. What does that mean, my type? My type, just, like, my type is, like, I would say— What is your type? We want to know. I would say my type is, like, shorter girls, blue eyes— 
black or dark brown hair. And like, I loved, I just, I like brunettes with blue eyes. Like, I love that. Um, so I am talking to some girl, but the only thing is. Where does she live? I don't know. I think she's in LA. I'm not sure where she's from. I haven't really talked to her too much, but the only thing is. Dick pic or nah? No, I haven't. I haven't gone down the dick pic. I haven't been asked for a lot of dick pics lately. Um, but the girl's occupation is a uh, stripper. Now, I don't know if that's a joke or if that's her real occupation. I'm not judging. I know the world that we live in today, it's like, you know, that's totally accepted. And I don't have a problem with it. I just don't know if it's real or if it's fake. But I'm pretty sure I saw a stripper pole in the room. But it doesn't look, she doesn't really like have the vibe of a stripper. So I'm kind of just like, I don't really know where to go with it. I'd right now red flag this. I'm not saying if you can't hook up with her, don't hook up with her, but I'd immediately make sure that you don't catch feelings off the top. That's like a thing for me. Like I catch feelings on like, like I'll fall in love with a stripper, like no problem. I would love for you to fall deeply head over heels. Why? Why? So I can get my fucking heart broken and, and be in a fucking world of shambles. I mean, why, why do you, why do you say that you would love for that to happen? Because I would love to you fall in love with a five foot ten, dark haired, blue eyed stripper. Yeah, and you know she's a stripper. You see the stripper pole in the background of whatever fucking whatever you're doing. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. I just because you you have no business dealing with a stripper. You have that fucking hat on. I yeah I right. Okay, well, what does the hat have to do with me dealing with a stripper? Okay, but it says stripper on her thing. It says stripper as an occupation, and, and and I'm pretty sure it's, like, usually people put that as, like, a joke sometimes, make conversation, but I think it's legit. I don't have a problem with it. It's just, it's not my first ideal. choice. It's not ideal, right? So, so how far in the conversation have you gone with her? I haven't gone far. It's just... Have you been like, yo... No. Have you I, gotten to... Have you gotten to... You want to hang out? I yeah. She's asked me to hang out, giving me her number, and I'm like, you know, I, I told her I'm, you know, once things what? just once things kind of slow down, and I'm more free w with work. Slow shit. down. See, this is what I'm saying. Hey, we're coming to the end of the week, right? The fuck you talk about slow down? Listen, you're 32 years old. I was thinking this earlier. You spent enough time doubting yourself. You spent enough time being, you know, self doubting. You yeah. need to spend the next 32 years trying to push that away. I know, And jump man. off the fucking cliff. Everybody loves a young shooter. Everybody, uh, you know, enjoys the young shooter. We know the young shooter's a good guy. We know the young shooter's a sweet guy, a genuine guy. Fuck the self-doubt. No, you're right. We don't have time for self-doubt. When you have too much self-doubt, you're in there buying bad fucking hats, okay? <laughs> we don't have time for that. What we need you to do is... Push that self-doubt to the side and get out there and fucking enjoy your fucking life, man. You only live fucking once. You're right. No, you're right, man. You're fucking right. Well, I, it's, I, I hear you. I mean, fuck, man. You, you're talking about when things slow down. The so, fuck so are you, who are you trying to fool? You're talking to the worldwide rapper pack here. We know things don't need to slow down for you. Right. We want to see you out there enjoying your fucking life. So you approve this? I mean, would you approve this? Like, do you think this is... I say at this point with you, all and everything. The more, the merrier, and then we zero in on the right one. We got to get you, you know, if you had a girlfriend, a great girlfriend, you, you know I would, how it would jumpstart your, your life, your self-esteem, so. your manhood? You need it. 
Yeah. No, I hear you, bro. I, I know. I do fucking need a girlfriend or something. Do you and your wife, like, to ever mix things up and have fun, are, have either of you ever introduced a threesome possibility or swinging parties? What? <laughs> I'm saying just, like, you've been married to your wife for a very long time. To spice things up, mix things up, do you ever, you or your wife ever say, hey, honey, let's throw another person into the mix. Let's go to a throw, swingers throw party. Throw who into the mix? Fuck well, is you talking about? That's where it gets tricky. It's She could either want to throw one of your friends into the mix or you could want to throw a girl into the mix. I'm just wondering throw if Throw a friend that's, like who? What the fuck are you saying? No, homie? I'm not not about me, obviously. I'm not saying me to be thrown into the mix of your sex life with your wife. I, I, why would I Then why, why would me? you say friends? Like, what, what are you talking about? I'm just wondering just nah, sometimes. Nah, 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 nah. We ain't with that. She certainly ain't with that. Okay. She's really not with that. Okay. And I don't know why the fuck you're bringing it up, Duke. I just wanted to know. I just I, I know a lot of older people who like to spice older up their- Older people? Not fuck older, is you but talking just, about, man? Yo, I just, my man, I just got out of the hospital. All right, you're right. I, I don't need my, my oxygen levels raising uh, you're and right, all that. You're, I'm sorry. Uh, you're, sorry I brought that up. I, Hold I just, on. I got to check my oximeter, you fuck. All right. You've- I gotta check my motherfucking oximeter talking this shit to you. <laughs> 95. Not bad. It's a, it's a strong number. 98 is ideal, but 95 is, is fine. Anywhere over 90. How, how do we get fun. those three extra points? You know, it varies on person to person. And 95 is just fine, especially considering where I'm at and where I came from. Even if I didn't have that, 95 is fine. Um, the more you talk, the more you exert yourself. Like I said, I did a nice light workout this yep. morning with some weights, broke a sweat, didn't stop. I felt good about... F forget the health. Okay? Don't talk to me about trying to fuck my wife. Uh, I that's wasn't the point. To, I wasn't asking to fuck your wife. That's the I, fucking... I, that's where we're going to end it. I would never ask to fuck your wife. I'm not interested in fucking your wife. I just wondered if anyone else why, was why interested. Why aren't you not interested in fucking my wife? I just your wife is like a like a second like a mother to me, like an aunt to me. Why? Why, why she's old? No, it's just first you're offended. She's that like I'm an not auntie. You're offended that I am fucking your wife. Now you're offended I, that I don't. You're not want to fucking fuck your wife. my wife. I don't want to fuck your wife. I'm not interested in fucking your wife. That's that's the whole point. I don't I don't want any. I business had to put my there. oxygen on to fucking talk to you. All right, I just wanted to know if she was interested in maybe adding another man or woman to the mix to spice things up. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I don't like it. Okay, okay? man, it's just a question, man. It's just a question, but... Yeah, I'll, anyway, I'll let you know how the stripper date goes. Stop playing games and reel it out. You need to be socially active, man. All right, I, I hear you, bro. I hear Stop you. doubting yourself. You're the young fucking shooter. I hear Deuce you, bro. Collins, Deuce Pacino. Absolutely, man. Well, it's been good. I am Rappaport Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it or won't they? 
Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As far as what I've been watching, I watched this four-part docu-series on Netflix called Be Sweet, Pray, Keep Sweet. What is it? <laughs> Keep Sweet, Pray, and what? I don't fight. It's like a eat, sleep, pray, laugh, love. I don't... What the fuck is it? It's about these polygamists in Utah. And you could put all the polygamy and the Mormon all you want. It's another cult. Mm-hmm. rapist, child rapist, who's, you know, selling off kids. You know, these fucking guys got 23, 24 wives, mm-hmm. literally 50, 60 children, 10 with one person, 10 with another person, wives ranging from the same age to fucking 19 years old. Uh, they're on the lamb. It's all under the guise of I'm the prophet. I'm the prophet of Mormonism and this, you know, holy church. And this is going on now. They're like living in the fucking 1800s out there. And and this creep cocksucker, just like fucking Teal Swan, just like all these fake cult leader, psycho, narcissistic, ego-driven freaks that think they're going to change the world. And they're like the fucking horse whisperer. And they hear things that no one else hears. And animals hear them because they're special. They're all scumbags. They all wind up getting caught. This cocksucker's on the lamb. He's in jail. They arrested this piece of shit. Uh, you know, underage kids, sex with underage kids, polygamy, married, sister wives, compelling, great, disturbing. Another one. Now, I don't know where they uncover these motherfuckers from, but what is it called? Beast? What is it? I think it's keep sweet, pray, and obey. Keep sweet, which is what they tell all the people to keep sweet. That's so You could just say how fucking creepy that is so to keep sweet pray and then of course obey obey that's right 
It's on Netflix. And, uh, you know, it's if you want another cult doc and chill, and that's all it is. Like I said, you could you could veil it with the polygamy and the Mormonism and the church. And, the, you know, these guys are like uh, uh, the prophet. Right. We should start calling you Prophet Dean. I like Prophet Dean. I think that's got a nice ring to it. Prophet Collins, Bishop Collins. Um, well, yeah, I like all that. No, it's Bishop Rappaport, Prophet Dean. <laughs> Prophet Dean and Bishop Rappaport. That could be a nice Netflix series right there. Prophet Dean and Bishop Rappaport. I mean, that, that's got a nice ring to it. Um, have you seen anything else? I saw something that's really good. It's not, I have to be totally honest. I was really looking forward to it. It's not great, but it's worth watching. It's called. It's it's on the cover of Netflix right now. I'm pretty sure it's called Girl in the Picture. It just came out yesterday. It's called Girl in the Picture. It's not a docu series. It's a documentary, hour forty minutes. It's about a young mother's mysterious death and her son's uh, subsequent kidnapping. Which I, opens, I love when you when you don't what? use your own words. That's all. Those are my go, words. Those are my words. Okay, say it again. What's it about? Basically, the whole thing is just about a young mother's mysterious death and her son's son, and her son's subsequent kidnapping. Open a decades long mystery. I've never heard you mystery. use the words. Oh, I use subsequent. Like you just, it's something I don't use with you, but I don't think about it. I just, I say subsequent. This is part of my vernacular. So it's just a subsequent kidnapping, I'm which I've never, I never heard you use the word sub subsequent. I've I've said it. Maybe you're just not listening, but I've said it definitely. I've definitely said it. So anyway, it's a good Netflix doc. It's just, is it good? What it's, is it? It's basically is it like this young, What is it? It's like a. It's I, you read the fucking description. What is it? It's like <laughs> you. You. You did you watch it or not? If you didn't watch it, it's fine. It's not like it's homework. No, I watched it. I watched it. It's this fucking. It's so creepy. This this mother. She she. she is gets it worth hit. watching? It's worth watching. She gets killed in a hit and run. After all this, subsequently, is it worth Subs watching? Absolutely. I would say watch it. The girl in the picture. Girl in the picture on Netflix. Watch that. It's worth it. Um, that's something. And like I said, I, you know, I loved the offer. And now with all this James Conn stuff, it's all it's kind of crazy. But um, yeah, not, nothing much else, really. All right. Well, my final thing on everybody's health is the Dust Brothers, both Jordan and Miles... Oh, no, Both what? of them went down with COVID. So we're wishing the Dust Brothers, oh. of course, Jordan Winter of the Dust Brothers uh, Extraordinaire, Bleach Brothers Productions, um, got married last weekend. And unfortunately, the Jordan Winter wedding event, the summer wedding extravaganza, turned into a slight minor super spreader event. Oh, but everybody man. is safe. Yo, in LA, apparently a lot of motherfuckers got that shit. It's popping off. My sister, who has dodged it like me for three years, just got it this weekend. It's definitely popping off this week. Sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, sucks. So speedy recovery to the Dust Brothers. And everybody big congratulations. Super spreader event. Huge congratulations to Jordan Winter, who's now married. Him and Mrs. Winter. Uh, we want everybody to get back uh, feeling safe, sane, and fully recovered. And I mean, listen... This was a magical podcast. Yeah. And I know people are like, oh, you're ending? Like I said, like I said, go to the beach, get a suntan, do some calisthenics, do some burpees, drink a fucking Mai Tai, okay? Uh, drink a Jack and Coke, uh, drink some Tito's, have a juice, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm not going to keep you here just to fucking keep you here. 
All right, we'll be back next week. Two episodes, okay? Part-time, sometime co-host Dean Collins will be there. Maybe he'll show up for two episodes. Maybe he won't. He'll definitely be there for one. But uh, the thing is, it's summertime. It's banana hammock season. It's swamp ass season. The moral of the story is to stay safe, stay sane, stay disruptive. I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast. Uh, we're done. Uh, great episode, uh, Dean Collins, Deuce Collins. We want to see you out there fucking. I'll, I'll Definitely, man. People I- want to see you out there fucking or holding hands or making ways. Okay. Into something real nice and real proper. At least be in the game. You got to be in it to win it. You're so right. It's been really fucking nice, man. I'm always, I, like I said, I'm so honored to be the half part-time co-host once out of the week. And I, and I do want to just give a shout out to somebody. I went on an audition today, in-person audition, and a guy named George Paez, I think that's his name, George Paez, he is a huge fan of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. He came right over to me at the audition with my mask on and said, young shooter, the new half co-host. I've always wanted to meet Fuck you around yeah, LA. Georgie. George is the fucking man. We and, fuck um, with Georgie. I- I'm with you on these long podcasts, man. Like I listened to Red Hot Chili Peppers on Howard Stern for two hours. They're one of my favorite bands. But even then, it's like, that's a long fucking time to be listening to something. Long time. I mean, if you guys want to sing for two hours, cool. Right. But, but leave them we heard more. the story of Under the Bridge and Fuscati leaving the band. Two hours is a lot. Right. Came, saw, disrupted. Came, saw, disrupted. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, a.k.a. the COVID fucking crashers. Take us out here with something real nice. Take us out here with something real proper. But most importantly, end this I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast with something real loud, real, and funky, real funky, and real proper. I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories.